This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. You are listening to the Blockade Pinball Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Freebus. Not joining me uh, because of the insane early time in the morning it would be for him is Jared Morgan. But uh, that is because we are once again being visited by Mel Kirk, Vice President of Publishing for Zen Studios. Welcome back, Mel. Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me. Good to be here again. Absolutely. Uh, so you are here today to uh, discuss some goings-ons with the Williams Collection Volume 2. But before we even dive into that, we need to talk about Volume 1 a little bit. Um, when last we talked to you, uh, obviously this was a big mystery, how this was going to be received, uh, what you guys could expect uh, in terms of sales and and just general reception. Uh, how has that been now that you've had a month of it being out. Yeah, it's, it's been extremely positive. Uh, we're very happy with the overall reaction. Uh, we're, uh, we see the writing on the wall that people like what we've done for the most part. Um, there's no reason <laughs> to say like, we're not going to be working on this for a very long time. I mean, it's just, it's been incredible. I think we, uh, we, we brought in a whole new segment uh, in the pinball effects, a whole new player base, uh, people who, you know, just didn't uh, play with us previously. So, um, you know, it's been really, really great to uh, invite them in. At the same time, our existing player base were like, you know, we annou announced and then released the games, and they were like, what are these? These are very different from what you guys <laughs> before, but hey, this is really cool. So um, so I think we kind of, we did all the right things, um, and there's still more things for us to, to, you know, tweak and whatnot, but everything's really good and really, really positive. I think that was actually my biggest surprise was I, I never realized that there was this, separation between you know pinball arcade players and fx3 or fx2 basically would be the uh, the assumption there uh players but i didn't realize there was this giant divide between them and when the game released reading people's reactions all of a sudden it was yeah from the from the people that were exclusively fx you know pinball fx players it was just kind of like the oh hey this is this is better than i expected okay this is cool i'm like what do you mean you were better than expected? These are classic tables. <laughs> and then from the and then from the the pinball arcade faction, it was you could tell that they hadn't touched pinball effects since pinball effects two, mm -hmm. and that all their biases towards you know oh I don't like fancy tables or oh I don't like the Zen physics. Um, all of a sudden it was like oh hey look at that these these physics are wonderful and I'm actually playing with all the fancy overlay on you know on these williams tables rather than playing them the vanilla version that this is kind of cool it's made me check out some of their other tables mm -hmm. and 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 that's where i was just like wow you mean there really was this separation so yeah it's fantastic that you're bridging that gap yeah and this is something that i think that we've known and sensed for a long time is that people who are playing our games didn't play they didn't grow up playing pinball they didn't grow up in arcades or with machines they yeah. never even touched one before and so uh their version of pinball their experience uh truly is what zen has given them uh on consoles and, and uh, mobile devices that's where they played these games that's where they got their first touch of pinball whereas we knew this whole other crowd you know really that's what they they just want to play the stuff that they grew up with or that they're nostalgic about um and yeah i do i i think that uh, we did the right things uh, to make both player groups happy and um you know, I, I think uh, the, the cool thing also for the people who are new to Zen or haven't touched this since FX2, I think you see that FX3 uh, gives you a lot to do with your tables. It's not just sit down and play the game. 
but you got a, you got a lot of choices and a lot of options and so I think that was a pleasant surprise for people um, and there's more coming in that regard so uh, yeah I, I think you know we're off we're off on a, a good start um, it, was, it was really interesting uh, I don't know we released this we've been doing these like little pinball story videos um, showing the Budapest pinball museum and then I think this week it might have just been yesterday actually we released about Pacific pinball museum mm. uh, in Alameda California and the director of the museum, DRC, um, who's become a good friend, she was talking about the type of people now that are coming into the arcade, um, you know, kids and families and people who never played pinball. And that's like a main part of their business now. So um, I do think that we're seeing a whole new generation of player. Um, Zen is uniquely positioned to like, you know, introduce these classic tables um, to these people who have been with us now for a while. And yeah. Younger audience. Yeah, the <laughs> I have heard a few people where they're like, "Wow, I'm really surprised by the the uh, user interface in FX3. It's it's so smooth, it's so easy, um, you know, and and it's opened them up to uh, especially with the the tournaments, uh, the the create your own tournament mode, where it's just like, yeah, this is a blast of being able to to dive in and and just play with other people, and that's such a critical component to to pinball is being able to play against other people. Yeah, I still think we're, we're just scratching the surface on that. We have a lot of plans on the multiplayer aspect for FX3 tournament play, um, in-game events. You know, these are yeah. what we call the game as a service uh, element of the game, which FX3 is probably one of the original games as a services, you know, ever, ever since um, the, the early days. So um, really looking forward to, to doing more there. Um, and, and we'll be talking about that later on. Has there been any surprises uh to you guys at zen with the release of the williams uh pack um that you didn't quite expect to reaction wise or just you know sales wise anything i mean was there anything that just kind of like grabbed you um not so much. i mean actually we've, we've done really well on steam uh, previously we'd been a little weak on pc um mm -hmm. just overall, like pinball fx3 presence but it that actually was we got quite a response there. Um, it's clear that a lot of people are playing on pin cabs. Probably more people than we expected are, are playing on pin cab now. Uh, you know, for all their, their pinball PC stuff. So it kind of uh, emphasized more the need for us to uh, to work probably faster on the um, arcade features and in, in getting the game the way we want it to run there. Um, but otherwise, yeah, you know, I I don't know. I, we we thought about it for a long time from a lot of different angles. I, I think I think we were pretty well prepared. The censorship thing or whatever you want to call it, yeah. uh, you know, um, we knew that that would be a topic of discussion. Uh, maybe that got a little bigger than we thought. We didn't expect to show up in the front of Ars Technica. Um, <laughs> you know, that was cool. I got to talk to Kyle Orland who I hadn't spoken to in a long time and we had a great discussion. I'm, I'm sure you guys read that. that yes. Um, but yeah, I think for the most part, that's probably, you know, what maybe, uh, we was uh, uns you know not expected from us. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> I mean, we even devoted an entire podcast to to that whole issue. Um, it it was one of those things where, and this is kind of the we understand our fan base, which is they go, "Ooh, new shiny!" They get all excited about that, and then they revert, <laughs> and it's okay. What can we complain about now? <laughs> and and right. so that was that was kind of one of those things where it was like, "Oh, here we go." But I think that even kind of uh, blew up larger than I expected it uh, to be. And I know you're going to address some of that uh, uh, coming up here. Um, unless, shoot, do you want to dive into that right now? Uh, I know you have some news for us. 
Yeah, um, we can do that now. It's kind of tied into what we're going to talk about with new content, uh, you know, which we're going to we'll announce here. Um, we'll keep that on teaser so you guys keep paying attention to what we're talking about here. <laughs> so yeah, there's going to be um, on on PC. We're going to be releasing original versions of Volume One tables, and all tables that are coming uh, in the future will be true to form, unaltered, so no censorship there. Um, there will also be a family mode, so you're going to have two versions of the table now based on what's uh, best for you in, in your play situation. We so that means, or we're talking about unaltered, that means no art is changed, no game modes have changed, nothing has changed. Family mode will be basically kind of like what we are currently seeing with uh, what was done in volume one. Exactly. Okay. So yeah, you're gonna have pure versions of the table. All the artwork, VOs, uh, DMDs, whatever's going on will be from the original true form. And then the family version, if you will, the edited version um, is also available. And you can you can pick and choose which one you want to play. It's not like we're charging you one, <clears throat> you know, money for one or the other. When you buy the game, you get both of those versions. So, you're, just being, you're being sensitive to the audience, basically. Right. We're giving you a choice, whatever, however you want to play, you can. And that's on PC. Um, so you notice I'm not saying console or other platforms yeah. right now because we still have it's a it's a bigger situation on Steam. We're not affected by our rating, um, but you know, this is us. We, we think that the majority of these players who want this version are on PC. Um, and so this is our you know first attempt to say, all right, we heard you. Here you go. Um, you now have a choice. Uh, great. I think that'll go over like gangbusters. Just uh, the fact that, again, you're, you've listened to the community, what's been being said out there. And uh, it's one of those hard things to communicate where it's like, you guys have a business aspect and and how to run the company and deal with the, the licensors that you have and as well as the customers. And it's trying to find that fine balance of, of how to please both. <laughs> yeah. yeah there, there's a lot of conversations. It's not, it's not just a conversation with us and players or us and uh, you know, platform holder uh, yeah. all of our licensors involved, all of the people who have played the game previously and on steam, it's much more flexible and open and we're able to do, um, things uh, differently than on you know these more curated platforms on console side. Right. Um, regarding the and, and this is purely selfish reasons here because uh, I've started building what I'm calling the micro cab. It's that thing that Jeremy Williams did for the VR. Uh, and coming up with button layouts, I'm trying to anticipate what you guys are going to be doing when it comes time for games that have Magna Save or uh, some games like. For instance, the shadow has the second set of flippers. Is that something where, like currently for Zen titles, when you have a Magna save on any of your Zen games, it's basically pushing the launch button again, and that's what activates that. But with Williams table, sometimes it's directional. I, you know, left or right side of the table that that is going to be happening. Are you going to be implementing using the second uh, shoulder button, basically, you know, the trigger button or whatever on the on the controllers uh, for that, or are you going to be sticking with the launch button being the that kind of trigger. Yeah, uh, that, that's a good question. I don't think I have a definitive answer for you on on that right now for a controller or for a, a keyboard. Uh, I can tell you on our our pinball machines, our virtual cabinets that we're working on, we do have um, a second set of buttons just up from the flipper buttons on, on the side of the of the unit. So um, we've identified that you know that's a good place for the hands when you're playing like a traditional pinball. So for people who are playing arcades, that's likely you know how um, what we would recommend. Um, but on the controller and the keyboard, I don't know exactly what we're doing just yet. Um, I know that it's conversational still because our games do it a certain way and the Williams games do it a, a different way. Um, 
what I like to do is give the player the option. So if we could, uh, you know, let you guys do your own button configuration. Right, map it however we like. Yeah, I think that that would be um, the best solution. It's the most amount of work on our side. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, I... In the long run, I think it's the least amount of work on our side because then we don't lock players out if they want to do it differently, or you know, then we don't create a situation here where people are unhappy. So, I'm uh, actually <laughs> adding a third button to the to the flipper okay. side. Uh, that's going to be for activating the wizard uh, bonus uh, because I don't want to have to reach up to the top. I would just want it right there at my finger to be able to do it and still do flippers. So I'm adding a third button for that purpose. Um, but it's going to be one of those things where it's like when trying to figure this out, I'm like. Guy, how is that going to work? Uh, because a lot of these pin cabs also don't have two buttons uh, right. in there. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's going to be different. Yeah, yeah. These are the problems. These are the things. You know, uh, at the very end of the road, where you discover, hey, what about this? You know, and uh, it, it needs to be sorted out. Um, but well, yeah. Once we once we get there, I'll I'll definitely share that with you and, and let you know what's going on. Okay. Um, okay. I'm dying to know. I don't, folks. I don't even know what the upcoming tables are. So uh, let's let's find let's break that nut open right now. What are the upcoming tables for the Williams Volume Two collection? Drum roll. No. <laughs> uh, okay. For Volume Two, uh, we're doing the Party Zone. Okay. We're doing Attack from Mars. Uh huh. We're doing Black Rose. Black Rose. There we go. So, go. Bally Machines. Yes. Brings up a question. Are we going to have a separate Bally tab, or is it all going to be under the Williams uh, tab? It's all going to be under the Williams tab. Okay. For now, we're going to, you know, we want to, uh, part of our, part, what's hard for us is like keeping that home, that home screen clean. Uh, the yeah. One you see getting, you know, we have tabs with like just one table and it looks kind of empty. It's kind of a disappointment, <laughs> I think. Sometimes we're like, cool, there's a whole tab and there's one thing there. It's like, what happened? Um, so, I don't know. Yeah. I think we're I think we're still hoping out that you know there'll be maybe a half life table for the valve section and uh, yeah, right. you know uh, <laughs> I don't know what uh, Walking Dead Volume Two I don't know but uh, <laughs> or Skybound I don't know um, right but uh, yeah so they're all gonna, they're going to be in the in that Williams tab okay with Party Zone boy that wasn't in any of the uh, the material beforehand that we were able to even fathom a guess on. Uh, and so, you know, I know that our form loves to speculate, loves hints and guesses and just they'll mine that to, to the ends of the world. So that's really a surprise. That was nothing, no, not even in any of the videos of, of in the, uh, the museum there <laughs> that was there. Um, that's going to be fantastic for all of the plastics. Uh, yeah. You guys have shown just, I mentioned it before with uh, especially looking at junkyard, the plastics on that you guys have come up with for your clears are amazing. So that's going to really show that off with, uh, with party zone. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, it, and again, you know, we're still, we're at the very beginning of this and we're working on, uh, on people's favorite games, you know, so yeah. some, some of these here are like just uh, favorites of our designers and our team and stuff. Um, but yeah, you know, party zone, it's got a ton of personality to it. the, the, the classic version is going to be amazing, and then the remaster. You know, there's some there's some cool stuff that um, obviously you'll see in assets that we're releasing today. Uh, we got you know Captain Czar there is like flying around on a rocket, and there's fireworks going around, going off everywhere. It's it's really quite a party. So um, I think it's it's going to go over real well. <laughs> that that brings up something else that surprised me. People were very uh, vocal about the dragon flying around in medieval madness because it was blocking their flippers, and I'm like. 
Well, if you've ever played any of the Star Wars tables where the Millennium Falcon's flying around, this is all par for the course. <laughs> it's just one little added uh, uh, trick to get around. Then the other thing was that the dragon tends to finish by the time your ball save is finished. So, hey, you know, you lose a ball, no biggie. But uh, <laughs> So I imagine that the, the captain's going to be flying around much in the similar vein with uh, in his rocket. Yeah, uh, it, that will be happening. Uh, again, if, if you don't like the dragon flying around, hey, man, just... Just hit the button. button. It, yeah. It's gone. So <laughs> you know, you, you play there, and all of a sudden you hit multi ball, and dragons flying around. Like, just turn it off for that for that moment. Yep. You know, it's cool. And then Black Rose will be interesting too, because that one is really hard to translate from three dimensions into two D. It's got, I don't know. There, I, I think it's just something about that middle rail dividing the the table that, you know, right down vertically that it it throws you off. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what you guys how you do that. Yeah, and you know. Uh, Black Rose is a 3D ship, so um, that's going to be really cool. What you get, what you see, what's going Ooh. on there. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we have a ball tracking compass, um, which is going to be guiding, which is really cool. And uh, the globe will be spinning, treasure chest, and inter interactive cannon. So, lot, there's actually quite a bit going on there on the on the remastered version for this one. Attack from Mars. I have to ask, how are you guys going to handle the uh, strobe multi ball? Okay. Um, well, flying saucers, <laughs> <laughs> lots, of, lots of action, lots of flying, uh, saucers. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be quite a, a time. Um, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll just say you have to play it. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll have a lot of fun. Because that, that's going to be the one factor where like, what was I just playing? Oh, because we're doing uh, we we just had a tournament where we had we're playing ET, and obviously when it goes trick or treating mode, the whole table just goes dark, yeah. and I went, that's what I want for throw multi ball. <laughs> um, so hopefully that's what uh, yeah. Once I get to play it all, you know that's what I'm going to go for first, just trying to uh, get that mode going so I can find out what is in store for me. Um, okay. Just came. I might be able to get you into these. Well, I'll have to check that out afterward. Yeah. So the one of the, the suggestions that kind of came out in terms of uh, the animations that you guys can go ahead and do with these tables in the in the fantasy version of it um, was was incorporating whatever's going on on the DMD and just putting that onto the table, but essentially making it so you don't even have to look at the DMD. With volume two, were you guys did you guys go a little amp up the the fantasy elements a little more after seeing people's reactions to volume one or are you still not at that point yet in, in terms of your lead time still not quite at that point uh volume two has been in production uh since you know before volume one oh, okay. uh, was released so we've been working on this we outlined what we wanted to do i think black rose might be uh, a step a little further um some parts of what we're doing in attack from mars um might be as well it's still not full-blown zen craziness like mm -hmm. that, that we can do. There's ideas uh, for these that we we crossed off and said, no, we, like, let's not do that. Um, but I, I think we're going to inch our way forward as we as we keep getting validated that people like this and, and, and they like how much we're doing. Um, if we didn't have the the button, the, the option to just add a push of a button, turn it off, yeah. um, we wouldn't do this. But um, that is there. So... Hey, if the dragon's blocking your view on Medieval Madness, just turn it off for a minute and then you turn it back on. It's kind of um, giving you guys a little more freedom. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, I think that that's, um, that's, that's where we're headed. I will say, uh, you know, volume three, we're, we're in production as well right now. Um, 
there's one table in particular. I think we're gonna we might just go for it. We might just blow it out and <laughs> just see see what the heck happens. <laughs> Do you guys take any inspiration off of the mods that people have done to their real tables? Um, me looking at Getaway, I was like, I've seen the donut shop. I've seen the mountain on somebody's table. So to me, that I kind of like. I wonder if that's one of those things that uh, you guys have taken cues off of other people's mods. They, uh, the team may have. I'm not involved so much in the early design. Uh, mm -hmm. I get something that comes across my deck, my desk, and it says, "Hey, here's the table. Uh, here's what we're going to plan to do to it." Um, I have time. You know, my job is a little different, so yeah. I have time to look at it and say, "Is this enough? Is it not enough? Is this fun? Um, is this exciting?" Uh, the guys know best, like the designers know best. So I think, you know, maybe at some point it'd be cool for you to talk to, uh, to either deep or to Thomas or, um, some of these guys who are actually doing this stuff and find out. Yeah. That'd be amazing. From. They're much better uh, suited to answer the question than I am. Um, I just try to look at the general picture of what is the plan for this table and, um, oh, is it going to work for, for both, uh, player groups? And, you know, now that we're, uh, now that we can offer original versions on steam, I'm like definitely a big checkbox, like off. Like, yeah, of course. And now it's just if they want to play the second version or not. Yeah. I, I know <laughs> my, my fantasy mod, just because I've never even seen it other than in photos, but uh, if you guys ever got around to doing Johnny Mnemonic, somebody did a full Matrix conversion uh, to that and just turned it into a Matrix table. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, I was, and I know that they were going to sell it as a kit and they kind of got the cease and desist letter. But <laughs> I was like, that's so awesome that somebody went to that length. Um I'm hoping I get to like talk to William Gibson at some point because uh, I've read so many of that guy's books. Like it would just yeah. be awesome um, to uh, to like have a conversation with him. I don't even know how much how fully aware he is of the pinball game, um, but you know maybe one day that, like that would be a dream come true for me anyway. <laughs> Fingers crossed that uh, that if you guys go that licensing route, that that just becomes one of those. Oh man, I have to talk to him. I'm sorry. <laughs> one conversation with William Gibson for you know. 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about the physics. So you guys put it out there for the uh, public beta and got guys just a ton of feedback. And I was amazed at how quickly deep was able to actually uh, implement some things and do changes. It seemed like every week we were getting a new build. Um, and then it went on hiatus for the, the, you know, the two weeks prior to the actual tables being released. And when it came out, it was changed yet again basically incorporating everything that everybody had uh it's a staggering amount that has gone in with that is he going to be having to do that now for each and every table that you guys go i mean custom physics wise or do you feel like there's a baseline that's been uh, reached now i don't know i mean i i think i think we have a baseline for the way that williams pinball needs to play then there are some tweaks that need to happen for each game that we make. Uh, and we're committed and we just realize that that's going to be the way it is. I think for the most part, people are happy. However, I know a situation that we're running into and it's almost like we have to answer this question by question, no matter how much we write about it, people maybe don't read the history of what's going on. Um, is, you know, pinball, pinball machines, depending on where you're playing and the age of the machine and the way it's been maintained, they're all going to play differently. Yeah. No two fishtails machines are going to play the same. The games that we have in our office are like they're they're almost in brand new condition. I would say that that's the benchmark that we go for is these games should play like a brand new game. And so we do have pieces that have been replaced and we have parts that are, you know, new. Um, and so our game, the way that, that they're playing Williams Pinball in a video game, we're modeling after how it plays in a, in a new machine. 
Um, still, there, there's some things, you know, they, they play differently in some cases based on pitch and play field, based on uh, bumpers and, and where things are. So we, we have to make adjustments. Uh, what else is uh, can we look forward to that's uh, going to be changing within Volume 2? Uh, yeah, uh, we heard a lot of requests to turn off the cinematic uh, cameras completely in Williams mm -hmm. Table. So we're uh, putting that option in as well. It's like a, so basically a toggle option uh, in the options portion, kind of like exactly. turning off, turning on and off ball trails. Yeah. Okay. Like so again, that I believe that's you know for more uh, even a, a more pure experience, uh, no distractions. Um, so that's there as well. Um, um, I still feel like we're in the mode of just perfecting that baseline that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's a really good way to to, to put it. Um, and it's getting the the experience um, pure for everybody who wants it pure. Um, we have other features that we were hoping to release with Volume Two, um, which would expand the FX Two, you know, give you even more things to do with your tables. Um, hopefully, once this all clears out, like uh, all the the updates um, and features and more things can can really start to uh, to flow faster um, with with more content. Mm -hmm. So that's where we are with Volume Two. Um, and just in case you're all wondering, uh, Pack Two is nine ninety nine. Um, so, um, and we're aiming for a December release. Um, it, we're not exactly sure of our date. It could be December 4th or 11th. Um, but right now we're, we're in that, uh, where we're sorting that out with, with first parties. So you don't have to wait long. It's coming soon. Awesome. Uh, I know one of the things that, uh, people have been asking about was within the custom tournaments, uh, when turning with the Williams tables, you can select tournament mode. But what that hasn't affected is the flippers, uh, the flipper angles. It still was using the steeper flipper angles. So basically all the tournament mode did was turn on tournament rules, but it didn't, uh, and slope, but it didn't affect the actual flipper thing. Is that something that we can look to being addressed uh, in the future too? Or is that something you guys weren't even aware about? Yeah, let me make a note of that. Because uh, I don't know the status of that right now. Uh, I know but people were people were going, wait, this is way too easy to trap a ball, but it's still steep as hell. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll look into what's going on with that and okay. see if that can't get fixed as well. That shouldn't be that shouldn't be difficult to fix. Um, could happen kind of instantly, actually. So. <laughs> Ta-da! Bingo. Um, Another thing that, and I know we touched upon this last time, and I don't know if there's been any new uh, uh, discussions within Zen about this, but all those people that are coming over from Pinball Arcade and now sampling once again the uh, older uh, Zen tables, they've all gone, oh my god, I would kill to have these new physics put into, you know, as an option. Has there been any more uh, discussions uh, about yeah. doing that sort of thing? Yeah, we figured out how long it would take for us to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's clear that it wouldn't be something that we could just do all at once. It would yeah. have to be phased in. Um, it would have to go kind of content by content, pack by pack, uh, so to speak. So uh, it, it would, if we were going to do it all at once, it would be a substantial, substantial uh, investment. And it would delay content. It would delay uh, more Williams tables from coming out and other things that we have in production. So we're trying to figure out how to phase it in. Uh, it is something that we plan to do. Um, it's funny because, you know, we released Williams and everything else, you know, sales wise, everything else got a boost, right? That's mm. just, we knew that that would, would, would happen. Um, but then I, I think uh, that we'd see even more boost and people would actually, you know, they want to play with these physics now, the, the, the new crowd, the TPA crowd, there's no question. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it's definitely on our list of things to do. It's just how quickly and where do we start and uh, how long is it going to take? 
because this is it's not a it's not a situation where you can just flip the switch because obviously those tables there were some uh, uh, you know call it magic tricks going on to make the ball move in certain <laughs> vicinities on some of your tables um, and now trying to throw in these physics it kind of changes up the geometry of everything I would imagine everything everything has changed yeah so, uh, surface materials um, oh that's right because you guys were doing different surface contact yeah. So. For slide on the ball. Wow. Yeah. 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 It, it's a lot. It, it's definitely not a push of a button kind of thing or one line of code deployed and off it goes. You know, it's, it is uh, table by table. Okay. But yeah. there you go, folks. At least you know that they're actually uh, uh, taking it to heart and working on it. We're flattered. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we did something new that we hadn't done before and, and everyone's like, hey, do this on your table. I mean, it's, you know, it's great. That's fantastic, too. Um, okay. So, as you mentioned, Black Rose, Party Zone, Attack from Mars, $9.99 is going to be the price point for that. Coming in uh, first half of December is kind of the target for with going with that. Um, that is, I don't know, I'm excited. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's it's getting to play these in this new fashion. It, it It's like even though we've played them to death already, it's still exciting because... I'm really looking forward to what you guys have in store with the the fantasy elements. Um, it's that's how I play all the tables now. I I can't yeah. help it. I I play them if I throw them in the generic version. It's kind of one of those like, oh yeah, hey yeah, that's what it looks like. No, show me the stuff. <laughs> so I'm I'm glad that you guys are then for volume three. You know, like you said, that there'll be one table that maybe you just go unleashed. Um, it'll be fun to see where that whether that happens. Yeah, and you know this is part of the this is part of our the reason why we're doing these tables is is like bring them into just a, a bit more of a modern era. They're gonna have a whole new shelf life. Now that you know, it's just, it's just hard because you can't go play these. Not everybody can just go down to their arcade and, and find a attack you know attack from Mars machine. Uh, but everybody has a phone. Everybody has a console or a PC. Um, and let's reimagine these. You can play them in a pure form, but let's reimagine these, especially for people who never played them before, because. Look, we live in a very dynamic world. You know, static things just aren't so exciting anymore. I mean, you even see this on the manufacturing side with new games. They're somewhat video game-like, you yeah. know? Um, there's still the classic mechanical pieces, but the DMDs and all the interactive stuff going on. Um, you know, I think that this is just this is where the world is now, and um, that's part of our mission is to, like, give these games new life. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that you're enjoying it. Absolutely. No, it's, it's been a blast. Um... Okay, folks, we're going to do something here. We're going to wrap up the show, and then we're going to come back with a, a second part, maybe. So, <laughs> here's the deal. <laughs> Make sure you go to our website. That is blockadepinball.com slash episodes, and that's where you'll find uh, show notes as well as past episodes and uh, all manner of things of that nature. Be sure to go to redbubble.com and type in Blockade as your search, and there you'll find all sorts of our new merchandise that we've been uh, uh, pimping out uh, because that pays for us to be able to host this, which is kind of important. Um, and then uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter. The show is at Blockade. I am at Shut Your Traps. Jared is at Jared Morris. Okay, with that, we will talk to you all again next week. WizardAmusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. WizardAmusement.com, sales, restoration, customization.
Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favourite podcast hosting service that Blarcade is delivered to. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening and play some pinball. <laughs>